0: Welcome to the School of Travel's podcast. I'm your host, Becky Gillespie, and each week I bring you stories of how travel can truly change your life if you take the chance to get out on the road and step out of your comfort zone. My guests also share travel tips and lessons they've learned along the way, which I hope inspires you to let travel be your teacher. Hello, listeners. Today, I have a very special episode for you. It's kind of our first follow-up episode. But we're not going to follow up with the original person interviewed. We're actually going to build on a topic that we have had on our podcast before from the perspective of a different person and take the topic a little bit further. So for those fans of the podcast who can remember episode 24, Navigating the World of Online Dating as a Digital Nomad with Kevin Ohashi, you will recall that we talked a lot about Kevin and his different Tinder dates. Unfortunately, when I interviewed Kevin at the time, he had not found that special someone in his life. He was still looking, he was still on the apps, trying very hard, often in hilarious fashion. But this week I thought I would bring on a very good friend of mine, Mary Grace Wen, who has also had a lot of experience with online dating, to talk about what happens when you get to the next stages of the online date. What happens when you start to have those first chats online after you match and then you go to that first place to meet and then what does it take to potentially find that special someone or the one they often call it that you end up dating for a long time. Mary after several years using a lot of different apps was able to find that special someone and so today I'm going to ask Mary a lot of questions about what's the best profile to write, How can you be interesting? How can you set yourself apart from other people on these dating apps? What do you say when you first start chatting? How do you also keep that interesting? Where are good places to meet when you have those first few dates and how can you determine who might be the one or have that long-term potential versus just another one of those first or second dates that you go on? Without further ado, here is Mary Grace. Welcome to episode 45 of the School of Travels podcast. Today, I am here with my longtime friend, Mary Grace. Mary, welcome to the podcast. Woohoo! I'm here. So happy to be here. I'm, I'm so glad to finally get a chance to interview you because, Mary, <laughs> to me, you are one of the premier experts on online dating, which I've talked about before on the podcast. Listeners, if you want to check out episode 24 with Kevin Ohashi, he's a digital nomad who talked about navigating the world of mostly Tinder is what we talked about on that episode. But Mary, you have a lot of experience and I'm excited to hear about it. But first of all, can you please introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Okay. So my name is Mary Grace Wen. It's a Vietnamese surname. It's kind of like a John or a Jones kind of in the English language. Um, but I'm based in London. And me and Becky go back. We used to be English teachers in Japan together. And that's how we've like obviously got connected. We've got this really strong friendship. And when I got back to the UK after teaching in Japan, I started doing recruitment. And so when you do recruitment, you start learning a lot about interviewing people and talking to people. You start knowing more about people and asking the right questions. So I started doing that for a few years. And then here I am now. I'm a writer. Um, I do copywriting. I'm a freelancer. And... Basically, yeah, That this is me.
0: <laughs> you fit into this podcast as well because you were working in offices for so long, including when we met back in mm-hmm. 2008. And it's like you've been all these years in offices. And finally, was it this year that you became a full time freelancer working from home?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, especially with the COVID that obviously enhanced the situation for my benefit. Um, but yeah, I've basically, like, I'd say that I've been in the, um, for the last five years, I've been in the advertising and marketing industry. Um, But basically focusing on my writing, really.
0: Right. And I know you had a master's in digital marketing and you've really put in the hard work to be able to now become a freelancer, like you said, with copywriting and you've set up Mm. your own. It's like the UK version of the LLC, right? You also have set up your own company.
1: Yes, definitely. I did that. and. I think a lot of it comes down to having lots of conversations with other freelancers in the industry and also talking to, you know, you uh, as a digital nomad, knowing that kind of world, where you kind of like can be free um, with working with whoever you want and just kind of like, just be your own boss. I like that concept, you know?
0: Yeah, you've always struck me as someone who could totally be in command and be their own boss. And it's one of the many things I love about you and our ongoing friendship. We really Learn and bounce ideas off of each other. Um, But Mm -hmm. as I've already mentioned today, you're going to teach me and the listeners a lot about what you've learned over the years. Like you said, now you're based in London, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I first met you in Tokyo, and that's when I first started to hear about your different strategies for online dating and not even all online. Like, let's go back to starting in Tokyo, which is where we met. How did you find the world of dating in Tokyo? Let's start there.
1: Oh my God. It was pretty. Crazy. It was insane. I mean, I have to step back and kind of tell you about how, even before I went to Tokyo, I was already like basically writing ads in Craigslist and Gumtree, you know, like in the classified section. And then when I got to Tokyo, it was about writing an ad in the classified section of what was it the metropolis metropolis it was uh quite scary because i i don't know it's like you know having to sell yourself and like a little like, kind of like with 20 words space and um just making sure that you were selling yourself with so little word count it was yeah i it and with the whole dating scene there i think there's a lot of um i'd say there was a lot of people that was lonely um i found in tokyo especially being single and also that side of also being someone who's from the outside not being a japanese native or local um so kind of like trying to find a connection with someone especially because japanese is not your first language so i found it was um a, it was kind of like a, it was easy to find um people to date if you know what i mean if they're willing to just kind of not even date just kind of people who want to connect if you know what i mean that's yeah. why oh yeah
0: did you so what inspired you to write i guess as you said you were already writing classified ads for dating before you mm. got to tokyo but what gave you the confidence or what made you decide to go ahead and write a classified ad because like me <laughs> and maybe a lot of people i'm i was too shy and i didn't really think that i could do that or use that strategy for dating I was like I'm just gonna meet them in person but what inspired you to use classifieds as a way to date
1: well I think it was great because when you're like starting off on like something like craigslist or a website you've got to come across like you're anonymous you know so you've kind of got that kind of safety net so you don't know who this person is but they're selling themselves They, they sound amazing and um you know it's just kind of like you can almost like not exactly lie but you can like kind of like spruce yourself up or this kind of ultra ego like this kind of person who like you you want to be or you are but you're just kind of scared about saying you know um i'm this amazing girl um and put my name mary next to Yeah, at the time i was like nah that's not me but let me just kind of like put it there and then not have my name and i feel so much more confident because i know that it's it's kind of like could be anyone so this person can read this ad and be like okay but I just felt like because I didn't have to deal with having to get so personal about me, I can pull this information out there. If
0: you know what I mean. Sounds like a great way to start. If you're if you're <laughs> going to then move on to like a Tinder profile or a Bumble profile, where obviously picture yeah. is attached. So what mm. are what did you what were some of the things that you always made sure to include when you were writing about yourself anonymously for dating? Because I know for me, the profile, the writing, the description is is really yeah. challenging
1: it's like writing a cover letter for a job you know it's like you you know like you don't like writing them but you've got to do them just to get the job or you you know it's just one of those things where it actually does take some time and you know you're dealing with people like lots and lots of other girls and you know you you've got to stand out so you've really got to think about it like how am I going to stand out from the rest and at the same time kind of be yourself without trying to be, you know, like, um, like, just, like, competitive, like, person who's like, I'm just going to be, like, the most amazing girl out there compared to everyone else. You've got to kind of be honest with yourself and portray the best image of yourself, but not be so braggy. And um, I think it's also nice, I'd say, to Talk to your friends and kind of ask them for their opinion. I think there was a couple of times I went through kind of like version one, version one hundred. Like there's been times where I'm like, okay, I gotta tweak this, I gotta tweak that. You know, it 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 makes sense to kind of like tweak it once in a while. Kind of like if you think it it feels stale or you've you've gotten to a new interest from when Mm. you started out with the profile. Like, you know, people change all the time and you know, everything's trial and error. So it's always nice to like ask. For your friend's opinion what they think about your profile description but also just ask yourself is this me now or was that me two months ago so
0: how do you stand out from all the other girls like you said or for guys oh. from all the other guys
1: oh god i think it was just more about kind of not overthinking it you know it's just kind of i know that everyone can be shy about kind of you know talking about themselves because no one like you know it's kind of like you almost feel like oh I'm embarrassed like I'm kind of like trying to like trying to like sell myself but really it's like you, you've if you don't say something the guy's not gonna have like interest because you're not showing him what you what you're about you know so if and it goes back to kind of like your motivation if you really want to go out on a day or you know you want to eventually like to be with a guy who's amazing or whatever who's your great match and all that you really have to try and actually think you know what are the couple of things that I know that I'm I'm not happy talking about but I know this guy would be would love about me you know it's kind of like that and even if you're not sure just again you gotta ask your you ask your friends your best friend like you know hi tell me like two or three things that you love about me you know and just use that, oh, my friend said to me that she loves that I'm like, you know, I'm funny or I really love books. And, you know, I'm I'm, a, I'm basically a walking Wikipedia, that kind of stuff. Like you can just add that to your profile and, you know, that kind of brings some color to who you are. So I think it's just kind of like small stuff like that, that I think, can really um, bring you out. And also don't um, don't like kind of put yourself down like, eh. My interest in I don't know Marvel movies that don't mean anything. Uh, hello. There could be a guy out there who's actually also got that interest. Like small stuff. You you think that it's 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 small to you, but really to someone else out there, they're like this kind of stuff is so important to them. So, you know, kind of like weigh it out and just be like open to just just being out there and just being being honest with yourself and what you like.
0: So any little interest might be something you mm-hmm. could include because it might you know, attract someone oh, that is going to key right in with you and be ready yeah. to, like, match, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Don't assume that, you know, what you like and what you don't like is something that, you know, someone else will know because we, we can't assume these things, you know? People are just looking at lots and lots of profiles, and, you know, after, like, seeing, like, 20 of them, you know, there might be one, like, your profile that actually just sticks out. And, you know... What is your feeling
0: about using humor in a profile?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. But that's only if you are humorous. (laughs) You know, I think it's kind of like, you know, I mean, if you are a funny person, of course you have to be. But then if you're into your kind of like dark humor or your sarcasm and stuff like that, you know, it's kind of interesting because like there's a lot of like people out there using these apps. There's some people who are like, you know, also in the same situation where they don't want to even use an app. You know, they're like, oh, for God's sake, oh, I don't want to use this app. And you might find this actually a profile with a girl that says, I hate using this app or I hate writing about myself. And you're like, okay, cool. Great. That, I, I'm gonna, I, feel I'm gonna I feel her. I, her. Like, yeah, like, you know, I feel her. i her. like, yeah, I feel her. So it's stuff like that, you know, so don't take things for granted. Like seriously, just put whatever you think you feel you're comfortable with as well.
0: Do you have a maximum number of words or like around the number of words you would recommend or should you just like the more the better because it's showing more of you what what are your feelings on the length of the profile?
1: I think well I've used quite a few and I've I think there's much more word count uh, for Match.com but with Match.com you gotta pay so i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if it, if you it, you know because you're paying extra you get more of the person and i have to admit though, when you do your profile for match.com it's like it takes an hour at least you know there's a lot of stuff that you need to put in there it's a profile but it's also a profile that's for the person that you would like to be messaging or the person who's going to be attracted to your profile you know so that takes some time as well um but I mean, with stuff like Tinder, I thought it was like, you know, it's a mobile. You've got to think about the situation. These people are like, you know, I've got like 20, 20, 20 seconds to just look at this. Blah, 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 I'm on the train. So, you know, the first line needs to really grab their attention. What are some first lines that you
0: used in the past? Oh. Do you remember any that stick out?
1: Oh, wow. My gosh. I can't even think. I, I can't remember. But I, I don't know. It was something silly. Like, I don't know, like. Hey, and like like a million E's or something like that, or you know, um, yeah, it's just the number one thing is do not put things like hi, I am, don't put things like hi, I am from London, I am an accountant, I am, like, you don't, yeah, no, stop, <laughs> like, no, do you know what I mean? Like, you get the vibe, it's like, it's just so kind of like, this is not a job interview, this is to actually, like, Get someone to like go on a date with you like you know look alive you know like show yourself you know just kind of show some of your character do you
0: think people should even include their jobs that what they do for a living as part of the profile
1: yeah Yeah, i'm a big believer in that you you are not your job if you know what i mean um i think that that's something that you can you can talk about that like You know, when you have your first chat, when you first match, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you want to get to know the person, you know, they could be, you know, they could be an astronaut, but they don't like swimming or something like that, you know? So it's just, it's just, I think that maybe the job isn't so much of a thing. It's more kind of, you know, getting to know that person and what they like doing. Some of the things that I did do, though, is like, I did say things like, you know, I'd like to meet someone who likes eating out. Who likes, try- who likes trying different cuisine or, you know, uh, trying out new restaurants in London, for example. You know, I got quite specific with it, you know. And, you know, that kind of thing, like, clothes, oh, okay, yeah, I like eating. You'll be surprised, Becky. There are some people who don't like eating out.
0: Right, I, could, I guess I could see that, especially in the COVID times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it> was- <laughs>
1: well, yeah, but even, like, not COVID times, I was surprised. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, my, yeah, I, I went
1: on the game with one guy and I was like, you know, I, I proposed what you want to do. And I was just like, you know, there's a new restaurant that's opening and he's like, Yeah, no, sorry. It's like, no, let's just go to the local pub. I was like, Yeah, but don't you wanna try the new cuisine? It's a new restaurant. No, nope, not my thing. I've got better things to do. I was like, Wow, okay. So yeah, I I, I was surprised too. There are some people out there who just don't like eating. <laughs> as you've
0: already said, like make it really specific to you so that you're going to filter out or, or get just only have one date with somebody who, you know, doesn't want to eat with you and you do and you want to keep trying things and you want to start off on the right foot with the connection. So,
1: yeah, I mean, that's the most basic thing. I mean, me and you, we love going to different restaurants. We like trying different stuff, but you'll be surprised. There's actually people out there which like for us is like basic it's actually a big no no to other people. So, yeah, put it out there. <laughs>
0: I find another thing that people really have some disparities with and and you can, but it's also a big friction point is money. Like maybe the person who doesn't want to eat out doesn't want to spend the money and Mm. you're more comfortable with spending money. I mean, I know that probably it would bore people to put money and anything related to it in a profile, but that's really important and that can really (laughs) drive people apart pretty quickly.
1: Oh yeah. Like I've, I've seen some profiles that I was like, yeah, you know. I like enjoying time on my yacht. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, you just put, like, basically your salary or, like, your your inheritance right there on your profile. Like, gee, thanks. Um, no. If you feel like you've got to, like, sh- like, kind of share it so soon and we haven't even met, I feel like, okay, I know what you're about. Like, you know, and it's kind of like, maybe I've got my preconceptions of what this kind of person is, which is really bad, but I know already I don't want to be with someone who brags about money. You know, mm-hmm. and that in a way is kind of like okay. Th- I'm glad that you are honest, but that's for someone else who maybe wants that kind of guy. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: it's really interesting. There's a lot of interesting profiles I've read and seen, and uh, conversations. Put it
0: what ki- what <laughs> kind of profiles? What are some of the profiles that you remember sticking out to you?
1: Oh God! Right, there was one guy who um can't forget. It was this guy who just basically looked like a chef. The photo was him wearing an outfit of a chef. Like, you know, the kind of, like, white uniform with the, the special chef hat in the kitchen? Oh, right? yeah. He was just smiling at a camera, and just, like, he didn't like know he was cooking, and he was happy about it. And um, his profile was just, like, his name. I can't even remember his name, obviously. Um He just had his name, his age, and just kind of like, yeah, hi, I'm on here just to, like, see if I can meet someone cool and hang out. It was just one of those generics. But I kind of liked... The like fact that his photo just to me it was like, oh, he's a chef, so he must love food, right? We matched, and it just went straight down to the lowest of the low. I was like, hi, um, I really like your photo. So, what kind of food do you like cooking? Uh, are you DTF? Oh no! <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa! I was like, how? 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 Wow! That was, that was fast. Like, how did we talk about food to that? And then he was just like, oh, and I was just like, uh, no. And then he was just like, yeah, but you said hi. Like, are you not interested? And I was just like, I'm interested in your photos. You're a chef. And he's like, I'm not a chef. I was like, oh, right.
0: And yeah. Okay, it, 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 it so false it. advertising, and <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> it's going to be a waste of time for both people. Ah, I'm getting that definitely <laughs> be as honest as you can, honest <laughs> as you can in the profiles.
1: <laughs> we didn't even get to the question as to why did you put that photo up. I just thought, no, this this is not going to work. And the guy was like really trying. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, please, let, let's, let, you know, I, I, let's start again. I was like, wow. I was like, no, this is not going to work because, well, you know. You Know he had a different agenda, and uh, I, I wanted something else as well. So,
0: <laughs> I guess to <laughs> his credit, he made it obvious very quickly. So, you could choose yeah. to say yes it's or no, great. and and yeah, <laughs> move on it's from there. To
1: the point, move on.
0: <laughs> so, you, I mean, you've already talked about food. You saw this like photo of someone looking like a chef, and you it stood out to you. But I think also <laughs> the reaction on the other side is what's very memorable oh. for you. Oh. Um, oh, any,
1: wow.
0: any other. <laughs> Any yeah. other profiles? Was it any words that you remember a guy using that you were like, oh, and then it caught your eye, and you were like, I'm gonna get to the messaging part of this.
1: Okay, so I I can remember the first day I went on on Match.com. Okay, I remember it because it was so bad, as in we had been talk we had been talking, and the guy specifically put on his profile he was six foot two. Remember that six foot two when I met him, he was more like five foot two. Five foot two, he was shorter than me. I mean,
0: those numbers are next to each other on the keyboard.
1: No, 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 no. (laughs) You're so right, as in like, yes, maybe his fingers slipped, but I mean, don't you like review your profile? (laughs) I don't think everybody does. (laughs) But I mean that. I mean that must have been the shortest guy I've ever been on a date with, and I have to admit, I think this guy compromised. I think he tried to compensate somehow with, yeah, I think because in his photos he didn't look short. I mean, hey, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm five foot three, you know, and my personal preference, which I put on match, was that the guy had to be at least I don't know five foot nine or something like that. So clearly, he must have had some experience in the past where a lot of ladies were not looking for his type of height, maybe. Maybe the pool of ladies for his height, Yeah, Yeah, so you don't know what's going through his head, but I do remember, like, you know, those kind of things, you have to take some stuff with a pinch of salt.
0: <laughs> right, right. And I'm sure that that has happened so many times to so many people on both ends, you know, and you're... Wow. Okay. This is not, you're not, you don't look like your photos, essentially.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was deceived. Maybe he was really good with his cameras and angles and stuff because he did not look like five foot two.
0: (laughs) I think, I mean, I think that can be a good strategy. Do take really nice photos, like, like just for an Airbnb when you're promoting it, you know, that can get people in. And sometimes you might connect, you might connect personality-wise and all that can be overcome, like your differences in physical requests, let's say, but Yeah, I think generally a foot off or like being very different from what you're putting on your profile, it's just not good. It's not, it's just wasting time for people. And that
1: was the thing with the date was like, yeah, okay, then he wasn't the height I wanted, but even the conversation, I think he was, he came across better online than he did face to face. That's another thing as well.
0: And that's another big challenge, right, of this whole mm-hmm. online dating world is, like, the the way that you chat is is very different in person versus on, you know, mm-hmm. your phone. Let's move on to that topic. I, I think that some of us, we can get to that, like, initial attraction, like, with the visual side, and you're on Tinder, you're like, that guy, I'm swiping right, it's all good, yeah. But then <laughs> you have to start chatting with once yeah. the match happens, what are some tips that you can give us for, for doing well with that? Because I, I fail sometimes in that department.
1: I think, number one, you've just, again, going back to the idea that you've got to stand out. It Just don't do the whole kind of like, oh, look at the weather. Oh, isn't it raining where you are? Oh, cool. <laughs> don't start with any of the weather chat. <laughs> Put it that way. Or, oh, how are you doing? You're not Joey. Like, seriously, like, don't do that because... He he doesn't want that because he's probably getting that from loads of other people saying the same stuff. Hi, how are you doing? What are you doing? No, 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 just come out there and say something interesting. Like, what was it about their profile that grabbed your interest in the first place? Hey, I noticed that you like Marvel movies. Did you watch the latest one? You're yeah. asking a question. Hey, tell me a bit more about that profile. Um, that profile pic. Why are you always wearing blue all the time? Are you obsessed with blue? You know, get. Yeah. You, you know just kind of like just grab them like ask them something that shows that you've actually looked at their profile and you know who you're talking to because you know how do they know then you're not copying pasting yeah right so right, yeah. that's kind of like you know they're, they're getting the same stuff and i think even for us ladies we're the same we're just basically like hi how are you doing and the worst part is it they go cold turkey like they say hi you say hi and you say, how are you, or something, and then you realize, oh, okay, they, they're not replying back, and it's already been like an hour, two hour, two weeks, and you're like, okay, I guess I kind of fail. So it's like the initial kind of interaction, the first liner, it's like, um, how do you say, like, yeah, uh, what do you call it, a, a, um, a chat-up line? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, you, you, you imagine you're going into a bar and then, okay, not for us necessarily. Like, not all of us ladies like to go up to a guy and go, hey, how you doing? But, you know, it's just kind of like, imagine you just got to grab them. You know, you you literally got to grab their attention, but you got to say something.
0: Mary, have you used Bumble?
1: I think I have. I, is it the one that, is it they, they have to show interest in you? The guys need to show interest to in you or something?
0: You have to chat
1: to them first. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Right if you match then the girl has to speak first and this is where I often fail or Mm. not fail is maybe a strong word but I get to that hello hi hey and then even though I made the first move it's still just dying on the vine it's just right there we're not getting to the next stage here
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I I mean are you doing the whole kind of like maybe just already going out there and just basically saying something about their profile that you liked or something that grabbed their attention. Grab your attention.
0: Both. I'm definitely guilty of the hey, how are you? And that's like way too boring. No. Um And then yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I, had, I had one guy who I remember him very explicitly saying that he wasn't very tolerant of vegans, but he would, you know, he could come around on it. And so I said something about it's okay. Well, I'm uh I'm okay to go out and have a burger. Or like I said something about the fact that he he was very strong against vegans, <laughs> and I was just like okay yeah. and we never met in person but i it, it was nice to have something to like that was such a strong statement that i was able to respond to
1: that's for yeah, sure yeah 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 oh yeah 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 no definitely i mean the, with these things it's like you know with, i always find that with online dating it's a bit like a, a numbers game you know because you just never know who you're going to meet and you don't know like if it's going to work out or if there's if it's ever going to like happen like you know if you're ever going to have a date with a guy who you just so happens to have a great conversation with and then something happens in the way or when you meet it's a complete disaster it's you know a lot of it is just chance really and you just got to like kind of keep on going I guess it's just right it is really hard and a lot of people get put off by it very easily because you're like you feel like you're putting you're banging your head against the wall and you're like why is it not happening but you know sometimes it's also about your energy about how you feel at the time so let's say you know one day you met you kind of like saw a guy you matched or whatever and you know, when you, when you saw his profile at this time, you were like, yeah, I'm going to match with him because I, I like that he, he you know, he, like, he likes swimming, for example. But then when he eventually messages you, it's a day when you're tired, you know, and you just can't be bothered to do it and stuff like that. You, you don't message. Just don't don't bother. Like, you're not going to miss out, I think. It's more kind of just like, say oh, you don't, you know, leave it until when you feel better to reply back and you have that kind of energy to reply back and say something a bit more uh, more you as opposed to, oh, how are you, you know?
0: I think that's a really good, uh, that's really good advice because I've definitely suffered from that. And I think that I could see it. I'm now thinking, okay, treat this as like it is work as you're trying Mm. to get to those first dates. And then be in the good energy, be positive about it. You never know what the next person is going to be like, especially when you meet them in person. So that's good. I, I think I've suffered before from the whole, oh, this online dating thing. Oh, it's not, there's just a bunch of weirdos on here me included you know (laughs) (laughs) it's true yeah that's true definitely so okay let's say you start messaging you're saying like make a good impression first do you have any rules for like how long you're gonna let that text conversation keep going before you meet them in person are you like if you don't meet them in under two weeks just forget about it just move on to the next one or do you kind of give guys a certain amount of time to ask you to go somewhere do you ask them to go somewhere first how, how have you done it in the past?
1: Well, I just feel like, it, you know, it's kind of like a gut instinct, really. Like, you know, if you've got available time to meet this person and, you know, he, you seem to be hitting it off, like, kind of conversation-wise, you know, even within the first day, and you're talking to each other all day and whatever, and that person seems to be available to meet up and you want to meet up and you've got the time, why not? But, you know, if your schedules are a bit crazy and you're like, oh, for the next two weeks I'm working on a project, then... So be it. But I I have to admit, though, um, you know, sometimes you might be missing out on opportunity because, hey, this person's also flicking through Match, you're flicking through Match, or you're flicking through Tinder or Bumble. And, you know, it's, again, you know, it's, like, almost like, you know, finders keepers, losers weepers, you know? Um, it's kind of that fine balance at the same time. It's like, you know, some people can, like, lose interest if it's just always conversation conversation but no one's actually saying hey when do you when do you want to meet up you know I would say yeah you're right like I think within two weeks if no one's saying do you want to meet up or he's not and you're not then I think that's just basically a a dead dead that you know no-brainer it's just like it's not gonna work because is this person wanting to meet you or he just wants to basically have someone to talk to at night like seriously you know so I think it's about kind of like Do you have the time to meet this person because you want to? Or, you know, is it just like, are you afraid to meet this person? Why are you postponing or why is he postponing? You know, because, you know, that's the whole point. You know, we don't necessarily have time to go to the bars like the good old days. We don't have the time to, like, meet someone for a friend, for a friend, for a friend. You know, this is someone who's already connected with you and shows a bit of interest or wants to actually have a conversation with you. You know, so I see no reason why you guys can't meet up in public, you know, do a cafe. And just, like, have whatever conversation you're going to have um, on, you know, online. Just have it in real life. Even, like, I'd say, like, I've had one conversation where we were just, like, bouncing off ideas for, like, two hours, like, nonstop. And I was just like, do you want to meet? And he was just like, actually, you know what? I'm available in two hours. Shall we just meet? And he was like, yeah, cool. And then we met, you know? How did that Um, go? Yeah, it went great. (laughs) It went great. It lasted so uh, for a long time. Anyways, moving on. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that was great, but that was not my current partner. So we will get we, to him. We will we get will to get him, to- uh, <laughs> listeners.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so you've just like led me into the next part, the next stage. So like, okay, you've messaged and whether it happens, like you said, hey, do you want to meet? Like from this really great conversation, where do you recommend having that first date to, af- after taking it from online to the real life here
1: for me i don't like personally i don't like meeting people in bars on the first date because that's when automatically alcohol gets involved and i find that you know sometimes if you know some people you know can go to the bar and have a drink but some people take it a bit too far and they don't know how to handle their drink you know and i think that when you're meeting someone the first time, you want know, to obviously make a good impression. You don't want to end up like kind of drinking too much and then end up saying something that you shouldn't have said, or you know, one thing leads to another. You know what I mean, right? You know that goes. So it's best to, for me. It's like I just like kind of like meeting someone either in a public place. It could be like maybe like you know, forget COVID for a second. But I used to meet some people like in um, cafes, or I used to meet them even like for like a, a gallery, like. um, kind of like an exhibition or you used to go to a museum obviously like in London a lot of them are free um you know or you know it'd be weird like it would be something silly like i I'd, I'd say something like oh i need to buy some i need to buy some shoes like in Oxford street um do you mind if you meet me at the station at this time anyway so we can figure out where to go after that and obviously you'd be like you know there's so many areas you can go because it's like so many like attractions there you know you can just hang out by trafalgar square and like there's lots of places you can sit or you can just grab the ice cream you know because essentially the whole point of the first day is trying to like get to know each other have that conversation that you had online and just bring it to life you know so you don't want to obviously go to like a cinema you don't want to go and see a theater show you, you know you don't want to do things that distract you from doing that having that initial conversation, you know? And I guess some people, um, they might want to go for dinner. Some some guys are like that. I found that some guys like, can I take you out for dinner? And I was like, Ooh, okay, Ooh, you know, thank you. Um, but I never find that that's an obligation for me. I just find like just the initial just meeting, I think is just so important. So, but just definitely making sure it's public. I remember in my early days, I used to ask my friends to like, um, kind of give me a call in like four hours just to make sure I was still alive. You know, that that's how kind of like I used to get so paranoid about it. But as I kind of like did more online dating, I was like, you know what? So long as you're meeting them in public, you're fine. Don't have to worry.
0: Right. The whole idea of going to a cafe, it lasts like two hours. You know, you have you can have a forty five minute conversation. It could extend mm. to three hours. If it's really going well, then you've got the time to go to dinner together yeah. or, or not. Yeah. Or, yeah. or the friends call you at the, at the
1: um, scheduled time and you can leave.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. all Yeah,
1: exactly. They just basically get a bit, so they get worried if I don't reply back and I'm like, well, I'll be like, after three hours, I'm like, Hey, Hey, I'm okay. You don't have to, you know, do an emergency call or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. You know? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, for the second
0: dates? did you usually let the guy set that up or were you like, okay, um, I'll I'll reach out to them. One reason I was really excited to interview you about this is in uh, episode twenty four when we were talking mostly about Tinder and online dating, we weren't talking about finding that long term partner after lots of dating. We didn't get to that part. So I would love to talk more about that side of things in this episode. Um, so what kind of what what did you end up or how did you get to that second or the third date and then some of the longer term people that you were with?
1: I think. You know, if you haven't heard from your date, like, after a first date, right? If you haven't heard from them in, like, maybe, like, one or two, like, within two, like, after the second, like, night after, I'd, I'd be very, you know, kind of, like, a bit worried, like, why haven't they messaged me? And I know it's, like, it's such a short time span, but clearly you would do it and I and they would do it. If you had a good time, you'd message them and go, hey, how you doing? You know, and if you wanted to carry on maybe seeing them potentially, you'd have to keep them like kind of like keep it warm, you know, so to speak. Like, you need to keep the kind of connection warm, like, you kind of like, you know, keep their interest going, like, hey, I had a great time. You know, I often got even texts like after I got home from the first day, which I was like, okay, then cool. And then maybe the next day in the morning or something, I'll be like, hey, you know, I hope that you have a great day, you know. But if you don't get a text or any message like by the second day, you always got to wonder, like, okay, did it not, did it, did it, did the chemistry, like, not work? Was it, was, was I off? Was he off, you know? And I'm, I'm very, you know me, Becky, I'm very honest. I'm very straight to the point. And sometimes I need closure. Like, (laughs) I'm like one of those people that are like, okay, I, I can't, like, live like this. I, I need to know exactly why he's not messaging me or whatever, because I feel like we had a great night, you know, I will just message the guy and go, hey, how are you doing? You okay? Like, you know, I had a great night, you know, two nights ago, blah, 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 you know? And if they, like, basically go silent, then you've basically been ghosted. And for me, I find that that's, that's enough. That's all I need to know. That that it's not going to be a second date or a third date, you know? Some people are a bit more kind of like, yeah, it's okay, two, ni- two nights after date, that's too, like, you know, that's too soon. Let's give him, like, one week and two weeks. But then during that time, you just don't know, like you could be wasting your time on someone who basically has already moved on. And I think, you know, I think with using apps, um, going back to the whole numbers game thing, you know, you could be missing out on opportunity with someone else who could just be like, much better and like more receptive to texting you or messaging you, you know, who could give you a bit more respect in, in that side and that side. So I think, yeah, just kind of you know, just kind of like not be afraid of the fact that there might be some sense of rejection. It's not rejection, it's more kind of like, it just didn't, it didn't like, there's no kind of like, um there's no interest on the other side. And that's nothing to kind of like be taken personal. Like just, it's just, it just didn't work out for him. Or maybe he's met someone else or, you know, you just don't know what's going on. It happened to me so many times where I thought like we had a great day and They didn't like send me any messages and I was just like, what what the hell's going on? What did I do? And it's not, it literally is just like something was off. Even I've been in that situation where I actually met some guys. I thought, yeah, conversation was great, but there was no spark. And I didn't waste my time with it. I literally would like, like reply back to them as soon as they messaged me, like the next day or whatever. And I just say straight up, look, I had a really amazing time. Thank you for messaging me, but I don't feel like, um. I mean, you like got on, like, or connected as I thought we would. And they some of them were like really gentlemanly, like, they were just, I totally understand. Thank you for letting me know and good luck. You know, I had a couple of those and I was quite surprised. So, you know, that's my advice. I'd say just kind of like, don't, don't mess around, you know, because, you know, there's other guys who basically would be out there waiting for you.
0: I wish everybody would do that for on both sides and just let you clearly oh. know as soon as yeah. they. No, even, mm. I would even like be happy to hear it at the very end of the date in, in a very kind way, you know? Wow. Like just, I, I would be okay with it in person, although that takes such bravery that I know it's a very rare thing, but like oh. we, I had a great night, you know, I'm not, I don't think that we connect to exactly what you said, but in person, but that's, that's a dream world I'm living in. But it's so great to know this whole ghosting thing that has become an accepted oh, part yeah. of the culture is does a lot of damage that is that goes unspoken with both mm-hmm. sides of the mm-hmm. table. so yeah 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 guys totally let's yeah. just
1: say how we feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but i mean sometimes it's like you feel almost bad you oh, just, yeah. you know, it's, it's just that it's whole kind of how do you tell someone that and you just feel bad you're like you know this guy he's he's amazing he he, he ticks all the boxes but 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 and you're like oh and it's it's worse when you feel like the guy Likes you more than you like him, and they really like you, and they're already thinking about the next date, and you're like, oh, but I don't want to go on a date with you again, (laughs) and it's just, oh, that is like kind of like, yeah, it's just really annoying. Right, Um, spark is a hard
0: thing too. You mentioned spark; it's like that is just we can't. That that's one of those mysteries of the universe. We can't really explain Mm. why we feel spark or we don't, and some people almost demand that you explain why you're not feeling it, but. It's just,
1: yeah, mm. it's just a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm.
0: And you have to meet them in person. I've learned that too. It's like you can feel the spark in the messages, but then you meet them and you're like, something's just not, not on about this.
1: Yeah, no, I was talking to one of my girlfriends yesterday and that's exactly what happened. She just said her words were, we weren't vibing. There was nothing there. And I was just like, really? But you've been talking so like highly of him for the past week. She's like, yeah, I know because it was so fun. But when we met in person, he didn't want to ask me any questions about me. And I was like, oh, he didn't want to ask you any questions about you. But what was he doing online? She goes, like, I know. And I was like, oh no. So you just yeah, things just don't work out and stuff. So yeah. And I said, are you gonna are you gonna like go on a second date if he asks? And she was like, no, I'm more like next. <laughs> okay <laughs> so, yeah. yeah
0: in this very crowded online dating app world and we have such little time in our busy schedules i think that's how you have to be i think that's a good attitude to take you got to move on to the next yeah so let's Always talk easy. about you moving on to the next mary because i know like we haven't even talked about how your trajectory with you started we, we began talking about the classifieds and then we know that you've used match.com what happened with you as you started to use online dating apps more and more
1: um are we talking about elvis
0: yes elvis Elvis. okay so what had been happening before you met elvis what was your trajectory like had you been in a a couple of long term relationships you'd met online and then you were single and then what like what was the situation when you finally met elvis
1: i mean i'm not gonna lie there was like some really interesting people that I met some like our long-term friends actually and you know these are like yeah guys that I was just like you know they came across really well and then I'm not surprised when when I met them they ended up being my friends for years you know um but then there was also kind of like some relationships that were really quite shaky and basically made me who I am um a lot of heartbreak and know some you know some like some kind of relationships where i tried to make it work and it didn't stuff like that who i met obviously through the internet but i think you know having this conversation like you know i can say that obviously i've 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 you know i've succeeded because i've i found someone finally through tinder but yeah i had like those moments where i was like i just give up I, i can't do this it's just too hard and you know you're literally looking for a needle in the haystack. It is so hard, like, you you know, trying to find someone who, you know, kind of not exactly ticks all the boxes, but at least kind of, like, you know, gets at least 80% or 75% of them, right? You know, and it's just, I was kind of at a moment where it's like, all right, I've had enough. This is just, just, yes, I can't do this anymore. How many really? years
0: had you been using online dating apps by that point?
1: Okay, so I think my first one was back in... Oh God, 2010 or 2011. That's when I started using match.com and I, I got a paid version for it. So it was like 70 pounds for six months. So I was like 10 pounds a month. That's basically 10 pounds a month. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlimited usage, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my money's worth. But it got insane because I was basically going on like three or four dates in one week. Yeah, yeah. I
0: definitely wanted to paint that picture for, for listeners. <laughs> like how, what is the frequency? How long had you been doing this? But the, the thing ma- is,
1: is- everyone's going to be different i mean i was just pretty much ferocious i was just like because i was already working in the city of london so i was already kind of like based in banks so going to like trafalgar square going to pick Piccadilly big city all these places are where you can just basically have amazing dates I, it was easy access for me so i was like yeah sure why not Blah. you know after work have like you know a meet up in a in a coffee that maybe you might go to dinner or something you know it kind of it, it was easy for me to plan but everyone's different and everyone's obviously got their own schedule. So they've got to do what they feel comfortable with. But I think for me, it was just like having my lows and highs. And eventually there was a point where I was just like, I'm going to delete this. And it happened like so many times where I've had to delete the app and then come back. Um, when I met Elvis, I was literally just. Literally deleting the app, uninstalling the Tinder app off my phone. And then his face came up on my screen and I was like, Whoa, hello. And, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, when you're not looking for something, you're totally given up on the idea. And all of a sudden life just goes in a completely different way. And then just it, it lands on your lap. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, um, so I basically took his contact details and still deleted the app, obviously. But, yeah, I'm here now for four and a half years and I'm still with the same guy.
0: That's so great. And I've got to meet Elvis Hi. in person. And
1: where is Elvis from? Elvis is from Slovenia. Ha! Huh. You see? And that's interesting because I used to always go for guys like as in, and and you know, obviously I've not, like, this is just my, like, kind of originally this was my preference. I was just going for English guys. You know? And uh, I never really would go out with anyone from, like, Eastern Europe. It, it You know, I wouldn't say that I've got a particular type, but at that time when I s- set it up the app and stuff and my profile, I wasn't saying to myself, let's go outside of the uk you know but some reason he came up and we matched and that's how i learned even of the country slovenia i didn't even know the country existed before i met him you know Who
0: had met a guy named elvis and he was from slovenia and i thought this is very different from wow. here this is like this is you know unprec- cool. i don't not unprecedented but then i also when i met elvis i i knew that you guys you were quite different in a lot of ways, but you really mm-hmm. complemented each other at the same mm-hmm. time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's just like, it's interesting how I guess I was struggling to find my kind of match, but it was because maybe my search was too limited. My, <laughs> my search strings were too limited, you know? So that's again, it's all about the kind of like doing different tweaks here and trying something different, you know? So if people have set ideas about what kind of kind of guy they're looking for and it's not working, maybe just try to open up and see if something else might might work, you know? What was it
0: about Elvis's Tinder profile that, that got you, that interested you?
1: Well, number one, his name's Elvis. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was just like, OK, that was an interesting one. And then second of all, it was his photo. So it was a black and white photo of him, and basically half of his head had been shaven off. I was just like, okay, that's a really like cool picture, because it just kind of like shows that he's a bit of a, I don't know, like a bit crazy and bizarre like me. I just I just stood out, and I was just like, wow. And also, he looked cute. <laughs> that's much with him, yeah, sure, I'll accept that match, yeah. Do you and remember
0: said, anything his profile said? I know Tinder is not known for being text-heavy, but was there anything he'd said that you're like,
1: oh, okay, attracted to that i um, I think yeah it's true i i do you know i can't i have to admit i can't remember i'm gonna have to ask him now actually but i think it was definitely that him saying that he was he was slovenian that Mm -hmm. also intrigued me i was just like oh he's okay 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 i can do this (laughs) and i'm like okay this is this is different you know and i think that's why his name, his image, and then also where he was from. I was like, okay, this is different. Um, yeah, let's, let's do this, Mary. That's kind of like where I, yeah, saw the interest, I suppose.
0: So what was the first, what was your first date with Elvis like? Where did you guys meet?
1: Oh, wow. So we actually met, because, uh, you know, as you know me, Becky, um, I'm a theater and opera blogger at the time. And uh, I basically was going to go and see an opera show. And he, he, it so happened that he asked me to to meet him on the day that I was going to see an opera. So I basically said, you know, why don't you come with me? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. Like he said, I'd never seen opera before. Um, but yeah, sure.
0: Do you had mm-hmm. said earlier that it's not a good idea to go to the cinema or a, or a show as your first date?
1: Ah, that's true. However, caveat that because I did say that we went to a cafe before.
0: Right. Okay.
1: But but you know what? You're right. I made the exception. The reason why is because you know how I was saying to you about how there's the one to two week window thing? Yes. During the first week of conversations, he asked me out. Right. Unfortunately, I was unavailable. So I like it. You're <laughs> making me wait, Mary. I like, it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And so he asked again. I'm available on this day. And I just thought. It's well because I really wanted to meet him. I was just like, no, we've we've definitely got to meet because this is getting towards that beyond two week window. And I was like, if you know, if we leave any longer, the, the 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 electricity is gonna fizzle out. You know, whatever we had, it was just gonna like go because he'd been like already going out like of his way to ask me out, and me saying no, I'm sorry, I have to do something else. So he's probably like, Ugh. and then for him to try and come back with a solution, and you know, for me, you know, just basically to say no again. So I just thought, you know what, kill two birds with one stone and at least like have a, a you know a coffee in the beginning. So we had like a conversation, we had like an hour before the show, we were having a conversation and it went so well. So he enjoyed the show. And then after that, we ended up having a drink afterwards. Obviously and Elvis doesn't drink alcohol, so ha ha. Uh, I, I still kept to my rules. He was having an apple juice or an orange juice. I, I think, yeah, we both had juices just to be on the same same page. So yeah.
0: As you mentioned briefly, you were, you actually wrote an opera blog for years and mm. uh, it's it's like you were already introducing him to something he'd never done before. And it was really your world. It wasn't just like, let's go to the opera. It's like, no, let's go to the the world that I know very well. I know some actors, Mm -hmm. you know, you know it very well. And so it's great to kind of throw the guy in or throw your partner, this person in to something that you really know a lot about, you're passionate about. It's a great first date.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, and he really had a great time as well. Um, and ever since then, like he he's seen a lot of musicals as well. But again, in Slovenia, they're not big on musicals, so he'd never seen a musical before he met me. And so he he's been so spoiled. Like he's seen so many musicals now, and so he he can't get enough of musicals. He loves it. Oh, <laughs> I, I did not know he genuinely loves them. That's fantastic. He, he absolutely loves them now. He's like, oh, he's 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 now he can't he can't stop talking about Phantom of the Opera. He absolutely loves it. Oh, he's like, if you come to the UK, I'm going to take you to see Phantom of the Opera. And I'm like, Phantom of the Opera is really, like, romantic. And he loves it. So I'm like, mm, all right. Mm, okay.
0: All <laughs> right. Cool. What are some things that Elvis has introduced you to since knowing him?
1: Well, obviously, the Slovenian culture. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. I think just I think it's more kind of just... You know, um, you know, it says a lot about a person. You know, uh, a person like shows a lot of the traits that, you know, where they come from. And so Slovenia is very much like, it's a European country. It's like much more slower than London, which is pretty, you know, rush, rush, heavy, heavy. A bit like New York, but going backwards, you know? So I learned so much about how he's like much more chilled out. He's much more laid back, relaxed about things. And his, his kind of like perspective on stuff is... Way, way more objective than mine. Like, I've I've chilled out too since dating him. But like, yeah, he's he's like I've learned a lot about like Slovenian culture, about food. The guy like loves cooking, you know. And um, he obviously he loves his his mom so much. He loves his brother. It's like he's he's very much like a family guy. And and he also loves like potatoes. (laughs) So I've like learned to learn to embrace more about the potato life. But he's a huge video gamer. And, you know, I think in the beginning, like, when we started dating, I tried to do, like, a little bit of gaming. I say that with quotation marks, gaming. And, (laughs) no, I just realized that it just wouldn't work out. I'm not into gaming, you know, and this is the thing. You can't force stuff on yourself if you don't like something. You don't like it, and it's fine. And that's the thing. Elvis was, like, so supportive of me with my theater and opera blog and my interest in classical music. You know, he went to a couple of like concerts and he was like, nah, it's not working for me, you know? So it's kind of like a a fine
0: tune that kind of finding that balance, you know? Definitely. I think it's really important to keep your passions and and have those things that you love to do. And it it doesn't have to be with your partner, Mm. but also like, you don't want to do everything together and become copies of each other. That's not going to stimulate you long-term. So that's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and
0: teach each other new things.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he will still tell me about the newest game. He oh my god, Mary, this new game's coming out. Blah, blah, blah. And he will just like have his paragraph or two saying it to me, and I'm like just nodding my head going, uh-huh, uh-huh. But <laughs> I'm like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll be good. I'll, I'll be the good girlfriend, and I shall listen. I shall right. do that, you know? But unless there's a video game about Hello Kitty, which you know that I love, <laughs> I'm not going to start playing it. <laughs>
0: Right, but yeah, listening to each other—is don't we all just want to be listened to and have someone there yeah. to listen to all of our thoughts and support us? That's I think that's one of the things we're looking for when we go on these dates and try to make that long-term connection. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah.
0: How did you finally know that Elvis was the one? Do you think ah. like what felt different about him, or or why do you think it worked with him when so many other people didn't?
1: I think the common thing to look out for is when it feels easy, when it feels effortless, when it feels like you're talking to someone who's on the same page as you and it just flows, you know? no, None of this kind of, oh, he's he basically is ghosting you for like two hours, three hours after you've just messaged to say, how was your day? And you know that they've seen your message. None of that. Right. None of the... Oh my god! Like, why is this guy had not, te- not text? Why is he not texting me yet? It's already been two weeks already. None of this waiting around stuff. It just was like ping pong. It was just it was just happening, you know. And the funny thing is, it's like we started off on Tinder. Like within five minutes, I was like, "Can we just do this on WhatsApp? Do you use voice notes?" And yeah, he he used WhatsApp, but he never knew what voice notes were. And I was already kind of like sending these voice notes to him. And he was like, oh my God, how would you use this function? I don't know what I'm doing, but okay, I'm just going to talk. And he just did it. And I like the fact that he was also open to trying something different, like using WhatsApp and voice notes for the first time. And, you know, just interested to talk about me. And I was interested to, talk, to know more about him. You know, it's just, that's the thing, you know, when you've had so many bad experiences of when online dating has gone wrong, you, you start to know what exactly you want. And that's when it's easy and it's just a straightforward conversation, you
0: know? Yeah, that is a really big telltale sign for sure. And it it just, like, it it does become effortless to go on that next date and that next date and sharing more and more. And I think, Yeah. yeah, I think we all are, like, I mean, I'm sure people are out there for sex, like, just for sex sometimes. But I think really we're all out for connection because that is the human that's the human way, the human spirit to connect and want to connect with people. And yeah, yeah, if you can find someone that's open to, you know, sharing more and more, that's I think that's what we're all looking for.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm talking about like, even when, you know, when you start having to feel like, oh, my God, this is becoming an effort. Like, why am I the one always asking the question? Mm-hmm. Why Why is there this awkward, awkward silence? Like, uh, you know? you are just like this doesn't seem right you it's, um you know, it starts it's like, like you're like, describing oh, just a
0: lack of communication yeah it's like it's it's yeah. boiling down to this lack of communication
1: and also like when it feels like work when you're having to do more than you should have to you're just like no hold on what 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 you know what it's like you know getting blood out of a stone you're like i'm just asking you like kind of like i don't know like about your profile picture why can't you reply back to me but you're online staring at my my picture come on come on <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right. it's <laughs> so stuff like that. so yeah, exactly. but with the sex stuff, I mean, wow, like the messages I used to get was like straight up, you know uh, I'm staying at this hotel. Uh, are you free to come over at seven? you're like uh, okay, block. I yeah. was very good at blocking Becky. I was
0: very good at blocking. Do you recommend blocking because I've had conversations with multiple people about how I think blocking is is the way. And they're like, no, 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 but, but, but they might, like, they might keep message and they're not, I'm not sure. And I think if you're, if you have a strong inkling, this is not the match or the person to go on the next date with, just block.
1: Yeah, I mean, I believe in the power of block. <laughs> I have, I, I, I honestly do. I kind of see it as like, when you block someone, it's like you're shutting the door to that kind of, that, that, that part of your life, you know? Um, it's just kind of, you, you. that's it. Like, you know, you know you've got that feeling it's not going to go anywhere. So why why give them that opportunity or something? Like even deleting the person's telephone number as well, you know? Um, I mean, I had situations where, for example, I might have had a bit more interest for a guy Mm -hmm. and um, they had already put their cards on the table and said something like, no, I would like more or blah, 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 blah. And that's right. They'd say, I don't don't want any more or whatever. And, you know, for me, I'm like, right, That's it. Like there's no point in me waiting for this person to change their mind because they've already put their cards on the table and told me how they really feel. So block next, you know, (laughs) next or next auditions, (laughs) basically. Right.
0: And we just know so many people now we have the opportunity to connect to just countless people. You can't manage all of your time dealing with these conversations. So you just have to streamline it and keep the options limited in some sense like narrow them down, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like Becky, when you're talking to people, I mean, how many guys are you talking to at the same time? Are you talking to one at the same like one specific time or are you kind of talking to a couple?
0: Um, usually a couple because you're, you're, you know, it's just, it's either feels like it's different stages or you're not sure. I mean, because I don't have like one person that is like, I am officially dating and all of that. It's It's, Still, kind of like a narrowing it down type of thing, but yeah, it's it's yeah. not usually just
1: one person. That's good. I would say I'd recommend maybe like two, maybe three, but like um, I wouldn't recommend too many at the same time. The reason being is because you might get caught out, all right. So as in you forget certain pieces of information and you confuse them with the wrong person and you end up sending the wrong message literally oh boy <laughs> <laughs> no it's like I've had that before and I'm like yeah hi yeah I saw your picture of you when you were playing football and he's like uh no what are you talking about I don't play football and you're like um and then next thing you know they're not replying back to your messages so yeah careful, careful. that's another one don't 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 juggle so much. You know, just kind of focus on like maybe two or three. Maybe if they're very different, you can tell that obviously one's a chef, one's a pilot, and one's like a gymnastic. You know, you know, <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know. But otherwise, right. if they're all like three accountants, you're like, ah, <laughs> why are they all accountants? Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. No, that's a very good tip for everybody out there. Like, don't you know? Keep it simple. Keep it simple.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly.
0: But also I've found in the past, if I was only talking to one person and they were doing things like you've said, like they're kind of ghosting or they're not replying and you're like not sure where you are with that person. It does help to have another person you're talking to because maybe that's going to go further and you're not sure yet. And it, it, you know, it can kind of help with like trying to define what you really want and where you should go.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah exactly no that's definitely true but what about a situation where you have two guys who are both really great at banter and they're keeping the conversation going and then all of a sudden both of them ask you like to meet on the same day you
0: oh boy right?
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. i think i've been in that yep, situation before and i'm like uh, uh and i think i i think i might have actually tried to meet both of them on the same day <laughs> i think one was the morning and one was the afternoon how did that and go mary I
0: our listeners need to know.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that was really great because that was the great decider. I think I went with one of them after that. <laughs> Basically, yeah, you've got to go and meet these guys and you figure it out. I mean, that was just, that was bound to happen. It was just bad luck, that it happened at the same date, you know? kind of thing. So it's really tricky
0: because it's a numbers game, like you often hear nowadays, especially it's a numbers game. But you know, if you're only like one person at a time and you're building the whole thing up and only with that, you know, it it's it can be very, a very long, drawn out process.
1: Yeah. that's the thing. And um it's it's annoying because it's like one person and then you kinda focus on that person for too long and you're trying to try to even like you're trying to try to match with other people as well in the app as well why you're still interested in this guy but no one's connecting me you're like oh what does this mean does it mean that i really do have to like try and chase after this guy you know and um yeah yeah i mean it's the thing is it's like with online dating that's why so many people get put off by it it's just like sometimes it does work sometimes it doesn't you know and it's it's just it's not. Not nothing should be taken like personally. it's nothing to do with that all you know, I remember there was one day um when was it? It was like obviously before I met Elvis, it was New year's day. I received over fifty uh um matches, like fifty or sixty matches all in one day on New year's Day. what whoa, it all happened all like at once, and I was just like. Whoa, 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 what's going on here? Like, whoa. and I was just having a great day. I was like in one of the restaurants. I was in Carluccio's. I was doing my usual thing. Where I have my diary. I do journaling, and I eat my favorite foods. And I was just like, why are my notifications like wow going insane over like Tinder? I was, like, it was like my phone was literally blowing up. And I was just like, I I you know I was like I'm not gonna like message any of them. I was like some of these guys are quite cute, but I'm not gonna message them because I'm not in that headspace right now. But you can just tell that there was a lot of lonely guys out there on New Year's Day. Mm. You know? I was just like, wow. So I was messaging my girlfriends as well. I was like, "How are you matching those guys as well on Tinder? They're like, yeah, like, what's going on with these guys? Like, seriously? And, you know, <laughs> I don't know, because all my girlfriends were too busy. We were obviously doing our own thing with spending time with our family and our friends. But these guys were, like, lonely as hell. So, <laughs> so yeah, you just don't know. Like, it really is, like, Online dating, you can like have its good days, we can have its bad days.
0: Right. It's a fine line, it's a balance. And I think we've really touched on the importance of just being authentic, as authentic as you can be on these profiles. So hopefully you're gonna match and attract and have those good conversations after the match with somebody who really does want to get to know you better and connect with you. And if you don't want if you're on there and you're not about having sex the first
1: time you get on a date with them.
0: Like that should be pretty obvious before you even meet in person. So
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. Definitely. I think. I think the thing is, is like, it's good. Um, I think in the beginning of online dating when you're just starting out, you're a bit like, oh, I'm so offended. Like, how dare you think that I'm worth just sex? But actually, it's kind of good that they're out there and they're just letting you know, mm-hmm. you know. So with that guy about the chef guy, you know, I was just kind of like more shocked at the fact that I was asking about cooking and like his chef life, but he was like, do you ever? What? I thought, and that's the thing. Like you have this picture in your head of a guy who's so humble, who just likes, you know, stewing on his stir fry. But no, actually, he was there for DTF, and you're like, oh man, you know. (laughs) So it's just like go out there and just, you know, you're taking a chance. You know, at the end of the day, you've installed the app, you made your profile, you might as well just give it a go and just say hi to the guy. Something interesting about his profile. The worst thing that will happen is they end up being a douche. All right, next. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, okay.
0: I I do want to like I want to leave some overall tips for this whole online dating world uh, for our listeners. So sure. if you are gonna break it down over the whole process, can you give us like five tips for online dating success that you think could lead to a longer term relationship?
1: Okay, so for the long term relationship thing, I think that is definitely about compromise. You know, I definitely believe in compromise. I mean, you know, even with me and Elvis, you know, there's, there's there was a lot to learn. Like sometimes, like the first couple of years is about just simply getting to know someone. You know, and you're not going to know about someone obviously in the first few months. It's going to take like years um, before you start getting to know someone. But the most important thing is you learn to realize that you know everyone's not perfect, neither are you, and that sometimes you can actually be in the wrong and having feedback, constructive feedback is actually a good thing because it gives you an opportunity to reflect and actually think, Oh, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? You know, especially as someone who had been on online dating for such a long time. So I'd never had like long, full on, like four year relationship like this before, you know, you kind of forget like, you know, you know, yeah, you focus so much on kind of like just getting the guy. You never think about kind of like what happens after it if you see what I mean? And that's a process, you know? And not to say that obviously me and Elvis are married because we're not, but, you know, like a marriage, like, it takes work, you know? And it takes time for things to actually make sense and get better, you know? So everything is about kind of like just compromise when things get tough, you know? you know, you you have to look at the situation and go, why is it tough? Like, am I being too harsh or am I not being understanding, you know? And like Elvis, obviously he comes from a different world. I come from a different world. And I think in the beginning it was kind of like getting to know each other in that way and seeing how our two worlds can collide and work together. So yeah, definitely finding that balance. And it definitely, if it's for long-term, it's that compromise because, he doesn't like um, some of the stuff that I do. I don't like some of the stuff that he do, but we we kind of, like, just make it work where it doesn't, doesn't have to be a big thing. Sometimes, like, you need to come back, you know? Um, it takes, like, maybe a day or two, like, kind of, like, to let some things process, you know? Um, it's, like, you know, it's just kind of, like, just like anything. It's just, like, you know, something happens and you're, like, oh, I didn't know this. And, like, you kind of, like, need to process it. And sometimes, you know with relationships yeah you, you can get upset and stuff but so your friends can do the same thing they can upset you or something at work can upset you or your family can upset you with something but the point is it's like you know if you love someone so much you know you've got to kind of like compromise you know because that's a thing when you get into a relationship some people get into that whole um uh losing identity thing you know some people forget that they're a person and that they've got their own interests some people just become that couple do you know what I mean and that's the thing it's like you need to remember who you are like who that person was before you became a couple and maintain that don't lose yourself and forget who your friends are and who your family are you need to make sure you spend time equally with them and you know just have and also at the same time be a good girlfriend be a good boyfriend and you know just kind of like Think about all these things at the same time but again it's number one is definitely about compromise only if you think it's worth it though
0: <laughs> did you immediately stop using tinder That's- Were you was there kind of a point where you were like kind of seeing him but it wasn't really official yet so you were still like using no. your
1: online dating apps that that was it like i mean if i'm being honest with you like yeah like when i was when i was um when i was messaging elvis i was kind of like at the time i was like still following on from conversations that I was having with other guys but I literally like kind of like within two three days I ended it with those guys I was just like no I'm just, um it was great talking to you but I've met someone it felt so good when I did that as well it, w- it just felt so much relief and so without a doubt when I like you know when we had our first date that was I knew I was just like that's it and as actually on our second date I can't what it was the second date or third date I basically asked him do you want to be, become official do you want to be my boyfriend I kind of like just, and he was just like, well, yeah, (laughs) it was literally just like, it was that easy. You know, that's what I mean. It's like, when it's that easy and you can be honest and you can just ask the question and it's not a big palaver, then it's just, you know, it's like, it just makes sense and it's fine. It's good. you know. That's what you need. That's great. I think it
0: it does form the foundation where you can really build something solid and move forward and grow together.
1: Mm. If they're not
0: sure if you're still on, you know, the online dating apps and all those other things, it's, it, it can become... Very tricky to navigate.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. But like, yeah, relationships, like they need they need work and they're a work in progress sometimes. So it's it's not exactly, you know, um, easy sailing. It's, it's a lot of work as well. So once you find that person, there's also more work to do after that, you know? Yeah.
0: What is something I'm going to, pro- this is the final thing I want to ask. You know, you weren't dating during the COVID times, but what is something that you've learned or is there anything more that you've learned or really respect more about Elvis now that you've had to live with him and work alongside him in your apartment during this COVID time?
1: Do you know what? I'll tell you something, okay? I find that I've mellowed down, I've mellowed like a lot like since COVID and in, in regards to my relationship with Elvis, because we've got this free time, I don't always feel like I need to rush. So I'm not always like kind of like, oh, i got to go here. Oh, i got to go there or, or something like that. I'm just like, I'm at home. And I feel like I've got much more time to, you know, kind of chill and just also, like, spend more time with him. And I think he feels the same as well, you know? I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I think in the beginning, like, everyone, I think everyone had a problem with dealing with COVID. Everyone was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Armageddon. You're like, oh, ugh. like, it's just ah, we're at home, we're stuck, and then you're not used to that. But I think as time has gone by, you've just kind of accepted that this is kind of the routine you're going to be in for a while. You just don't know, like, when you're going to be able to, like, do the stuff that you used to do. So you just, like, end up spending more time at home. You end up finding ways to be more comfortable at home as well. So me and Elvis, like, I guess we've been spending more time together and just kind of, like, been finding ways to, you know, rekindle some interests. And I guess, like, yeah, some people say with the whole COVID thing, it's a way to reset ourselves and our lives. Like, even if it's, like, regarding work or um, our relationships. But then with saying that, I've heard also that people have divorced during, like, COVID as well. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe COVID has been a benefit for you in that you've learned to realize this sooner because um, otherwise, you know, and it's about kind of like, this is a bad time right now, because it's like, make, try you you know, what are you going to do about that in your marriage or your relationship? You know, you got to make the best out of a, a bad situation, and if you guys can't even get along, then, yeah, maybe you guys should divorce, you know? I hate to say it, and that's the thing. It's like, it, should, it just goes to show they're not willing to compromise.
0: Right. It feels like COVID, like, stripping away all of our escape routes and distractions from our normal lives has just forced mm. us to examine where we are, what actually was below the surface. And yeah, no, it's mm. yeah, it's revealing a lot of things that either were already good. It's like your foundation. It was already was it already solid or were there a lot of cracks that you can now see and, and there's different ways to handle this. But yeah, it's it's yeah. different for each relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also I guess for a lot of people they've kind of reflected and managed to figure out actually what's more important to them. I guess. hmm Yeah, I think so. Because for me, I've always been the person who's like, I'm off to the cinema, I'm off to opera, I'm off to theatre, I'm in central London, I'm going to cafes, I'm going to bars, I'm with my girlfriends, all this stuff. But no, in one fell swoop, it's all gone. So my life is like literally Netflix and books I can purchase online or, you know, kind of going for my clothes and what, what can I sell on Depot or, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, how do I make my home better and how, how do I spend time with Elvis and, and make it like something memorable, right. you know, it's actually quite good because it filters out a lot of the fat. It's like all the fat is just calf completely. You just don't need all that. And you realize actually this is important, you know.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, online, people have had to have a lot more conversation than actually meeting in person. And that is really, that's really the way to get to know people. And that's what meeting face to face is supposed to be all about anyway. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of friends who've actually, who've gone on a couple of dates actually through Tinder and stuff like that during COVID. And they've admitted to me that, oh, I've actually like broken some rules. (laughs) I'm like, okay, fine. I understand. But then... They've actually not succeeded, as in they've, after two, three months, um, because of the COVID rules, they've actually not been able to go further. It's actually basically, how to say, acted as a bit of a cock block. hmm you know? Yes, in, I'm sure yeah, that's been happening in, around yeah, the world. Yeah. As in, like, literally, like, I, you cannot go to their place because, and it's nothing to do with, like, the UK policies at the time, but it's more kind of like, you know, we have a thing called bubbles that like you can't share share like you can't share different people's bubbles or you can't you know in- intervene into someone's bubble and blah 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 and you know it just so happened that someone one of my friends um one of my friends girlfriend that he was seeing at the time she lived in the house with too many girls and that's a lot of bubbles you know and so he definitely <laughs> was like a big no 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 and you know it's a bit you know I can understand from my friend's perspective he's frustrated because he wants to obviously spend some intimate time but he can't so COVID made Uh, you know complete cock block and um yeah you know some people are completely just giving up on um, online dating throughout this whole period because they know that they can't have that opportunity to even touch someone and that for them is really important like just to hold their hands just to hug Mm -hmm. them and I'm like wow and that that, that was from like one of my male friends I was like wow and he's like that's so important to me like if I really like a girl and I just want to hold her hand or you know, just like pat her on the back, or not, not necessarily in an aggressive way, but kind of, kind of like, oh, you know, that's funny or something. Yeah, I can't even do that, and I was just like, yeah, I, I kind of feel for you. I understand. So, yeah, there's a lot of frustrated single people out there. So I really feel for them. It's really hard, especially because it's a lonely time as well.
0: And and I really hope that our conversation here has given people some ideas or some inspiration about on, like starting maybe starting to use online dating apps using them more or how they can maybe make it more genuine more authentic as they go forward and hopefully we start to be able to have more normal lives again
1: yeah 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 well fingers crossed whenever that is like <laughs> you know right just,
0: i mean yeah i mean i'm you've not got holding to be... out hope for anything soon
1: but yeah but it's true though it's like I mean, when my friend told me about, oh, I'm completely going cold turkey, I'm not doing any of the Tinder thing or whatever, I was just like, in my head, I'd be like, oh, you know, you've got to kind of, like, try and be yourself at the same time. You've got to be normal. you kind of, like, to, got to kind of move on. Like, we've already accepted that there's COVID, but you've also got to, like, kind of, like, try and still have these conversations with people, you know. If you eventually want to obviously have a relationship with someone, you still need to kind of, like, just at least have these warm calls or these warm conversations with people, right? Get yourself out there because it'll be a complete culture shock when you're out there and it's like, okay, there's no COVID or there's vaccines out. And you're like, oh, how do I start a conversation again? This is overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I forgot how my name. <laughs> and you know, it just, it's actually good practice as well. So, yeah. you know, and who knows? You might just end up having a good friendship with someone.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's a whole other episode. But Tinder and all of these apps are not just about, you know, meeting a, someone for a relationship.
1: Yeah, can be lifelong
0: friends, like you said. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've met some really. I I would have met these people like really weird, interesting people. Like I know this is not fascinating for some people, but some people who are like like stock traders or like guys who work for banks or accountants. Some guys who are really really funny, like hilarious guys who made me laugh. You know, like. You know, it, just, it was just like, kind of like I would never meet my, like this person for a friend, a friend or a friend or a friend or a networking event in my industry, but it's like, they end up like, you know, having a different worldview and stuff. And, you know, the stuff that they'd say, I'd be like, wow, i never thought of it that way, you know, and, you know, it just, it is interesting, you know, and it's all in public. So it's safe
0: yeah that's true well Mary thank you so much for sitting down with me and having this chat today I hope everybody got something out of this I really enjoyed hearing all of your tips and advice for what people can do to have more online dating success and if people want to follow you where can they go
1: they can go to my Instagram <laughs> and that's uh, Instagram my handle is thegar UK 11 when when so that's November golf uniform Yankee echo November UK 11. Only thank that. you. I think you're my first, the first person that's ever used the like military call sign.
0: <laughs> Put it on the schooloftravels and people can see the spelling as well. But yeah, <laughs> thank you so much, Mary. It was wonderful to talk with you today.
1: Yeah, thank you. I've had so much fun.
0: Thank you again, Mary, for joining me on what was a very entertaining conversation about bettering your experience with online dating and how to take it to the next level. And I love what Mary said about just put all those specific details into your profile, even if you feel strange for putting them down. Be honest, have fun, bring your A-game, even when you're just sitting at home sending a text Always bring the best energy that you can. I, th- I think that was really great advice. And I do think we all have the potential to find someone to deeply connect with and hopefully make a connection with for a long time. I wish all of you guys luck out there in the dating world or as Mary is going through the connecting with your partner world as you're trying to navigate your way through these crazy corona times. If you want to let me know how anything goes after listening to this episode, if you have a funny dating story you want to share, just leave us a comment on theschooloftravels.com. And until next time, listeners, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the School of Travels podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you get your Special thanks to The Sam Chase for allowing us to use their song in a perfect world. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode, and remember to always let travel be your teacher. If you keep your options open, there are places you will go. They will treat you like the kings and queens your parents thought you'd be when you were born. You'd see it all with your head up standing tall, and you'd look back and think it's funny how you spent your time and money. in this perfect